What's up, folks? I am back, and uh, we actually have an episode for you this week. I'm not going to completely waste your time. Well, not completely. Uh, this week <laughs> uh, on the show is a co-host from Dog and Chicken Show, uh, co-host on the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast. It is none other than Tony J. Cool dude and does ghost hunting. So uh, a little Halloween action for y'all. Hope you enjoy. It was a fun episode, and we, I think, probably could talk for another hour. So, uh, well, yeah, of course, because I can't shut the hell up. So uh, what are you going to do? All right. Uh, hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, let us know what you think, Brendan, at dadsww.com. Or, yeah, this time, hit up Jason, jason at dadsww.com, or the hate mail. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, like, review, share. Later. Dads Worldwide. Why? The first word in family management, family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked. Windows shut. House alarm is set. Fingerless gloves. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. Welcome to another episode of Dads Worldwide. I'm Brendan and solo hosting tonight, but with us we have. Uh, I I did a I, I had an intro in my head, and it sounded so good. <laughs> <laughs> I completely spaced I can on hear it. it from here. Yeah, it's so I good. I just it's want you beautiful. all. I just want you all to know that it was. It's a pretty good fucking intro. Uh, it's oh, it's man. Tony the Rod. Yes, Tony oh, G. The... Thanks for coming on, man. You bet, absolutely. A host, long time coming, man. I'm excited. Host of Revolutionary Wrestling Pod. Uh, yes, a, a regular on. Big bucking. I guess you like you guys like co hosts. Like I don't know what you wanna So yeah. The dog so, and yeah, chicken I'm the show. I'm the co host of the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast with one Phil KOE. Me and him did this thing where we decided at a very young age that we were gonna be super nerds and we've basically been fanboys for professional wrestling since then and <laughs> we kind of deviated away from it in our later years and you always find your way back when you're a super <laughs> nerd and we started talking about it a lot and started watching it again i'm like i don't know why we're wasting our time text messaging each other about this when we could be doing a podcast obviously and then, we started phil, doing and then that. phil says what's a podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Phil, phil was still new to the concept of a smartphone so this was way over his head at the time yeah. but we've been doing that since uh early 2018 and we got I mean, if we, we're not doing amazing blockbuster numbers, but we're having fun doing it, and we're chugging along, and our buddy from high school, Chicken, sees this. And he's like, well, I don't really watch wrestling anymore, but I want to do a podcast. So eventually he keeps at me, and eventually he's like, all right, we're doing one. Like, oh, as with every hobby he picks up, I'm just along for the ride. We're diving feet first into this thing, and now I'm the co-host of the Dog and Chicken Show. So... <laughs> Yeah, I got two main podcasts that I'm a part of on a weekly, monthly basis. It's it's like I don't have enough to do on my own. I've got a basically just any spare time I have, give it away. Just give it away now. Give it yeah. away. And then you the like right, uh, you like to harass people on TikTok as well, which is pretty funny. I do. I yeah. really do. Yes, and I've, yes. I got so good at it that I'm on my third account. 
<laughs> pretty pretty stoked. I feel like that does mean like that's a badge of honor, right? You I know, like, the first time it was, I'm like, man, I'm so super controversial that they just couldn't handle me on their platform. <laughs> super, and I'm just gone. The second time, I'm like, okay, man, like I got better at it. The second time, my TikToks were solid, and now I got to start from scratch again. This is actually offensive this time. So now I'm a little <laughs> more uh, PG-13. Yeah. Yeah, when you offend yourself, you know, it's, uh, yeah. That has yet to happen. Yeah, <laughs> that has yet to happen. Well, you obviously <laughs> self-censored a little bit on the third account, so, yeah, I guess you're... Yeah, you know. I, I'm, I'm hanging on. I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. All right, well, Tony is a father, so we're going to head into the dad questions. Yes. How many... This is the first time I'm remembering to actually ask... Before I start questioning, how many kids you have? Like 120 some, 130 episodes in, and I'm finally, <laughs> yes, I feel really like I'm patting myself on the back right now. Yeah, all oh, right. You brought so, me on to talk kids. Yeah, oh, no, I no, you just brought me on to like talk with my silky, sexy voice. Well, and... that too, baby. Oh, oh okay. All right. All right so... As long as that's the focus. <laughs> uh... Oh God! Um, so, so I'm not I'm not trying to throw you off. It's just in my nature. No, no, no. That's fine. Uh, I throw myself <laughs> off. You know, like I'm like, oh, hey, look at that squirrel. Um, so fair enough. Yeah. Uh, how many children? How many? You have like ten now. Um, and yeah, it feels like ten. Yeah, yeah. How many? I have four, and my oldest just turned six here in September. He. Turned six, but you would think he's 12, like super mature. It's easy to forget that he's only, and it's always been that way. When he was two, you're like, you'd swear this kid was five, but super mature, super smart, gorgeous kid. Awesome, awesome little man. Just turned six. And then our second pregnancy, uh, my wife says, well, because the first one I wanted to find out if it was a boy or girl. I'm like, it's my first one. I want to know. Yeah. It's like, fine. But the next one, the next one, we're not going to find out. I'm like, that's fine. Unless it, you know, it was like twins or something. Well, we had twins. Nah. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a shell shock. We went in for the ultrasound, and the she's doing the gel on the stomach thing, and she goes, well, and immediately my wife, panic sets in. Like, oh, no, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. I mean, this is a three-second window this happens, but you can just see it on her face. Oh, yeah, no, something's like, wrong. What? Well, yeah. there's one. Her eyes get huge. There's two, and I'm over in the corner with our kid at the time. Do not say three. Do not say three. Do not say exactly. Exactly. She's like, twins? Are you serious? She's like, yep. Congratulations. And she just wipes the thing off. I'll give you a minute. And she leaves because she knows that my wife's about to freak out. And she just looks over at me and goes, I didn't want twins. And I'm handling it better at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to. You and have by the choice. time we got to the parking lot, she was fine. Yeah. So we end up finding out that it's another two boys. Right? Holy crap. Three <laughs> boys. This is going to be just chaos in this house. And it is. And it was. And they are about to turn four each here in February. So, oh, yeah, they're getting bigger and meaner and more, even more hilarious. And they are awesome. And they are not nearly as sensitive as their older brother. I mean, they're all really sweet kids, but they're a lot naughtier, but they've always had each other to bounce off of. So that's so wait, the fourth one is a boy. The fourth one is a girl. Yeah. I was going to say, I, don't think, I thought that was a, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She's about to turn one here on November 3rd. Already. Second. Oh my yeah, God. Second. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Holy crap, it has been a year because I missed the uh, election coverage on that's uh, right. Dog and Chicken Show yeah. because I was in the hospital having a kid. That's right. Yeah, I'll yeah we were catch making you guys on night two. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he doing that? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I know you guys wanted me, but I kind of have to do this. I'll try to. She's making in. me actually be here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? Dude, it's all about her. What's wrong with her? No, she. She, she's amazing. Like I didn't, I didn't realize how badly I wanted a girl because I, I just accept. Like I thought it was going to be a girl the entire pregnancy until like the day before when we went up for her last checkup and we're like expecting them to say you're just going to stay, and that's what happened. And that day, for some reason, like it's going to be another boy, which I'm fine with. I don't care. Healthy, yeah, yeah. happy. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we didn't know. And when she finally came, like she comes out. And the nurses and the doctor delivery, they're like covering everything. We couldn't tell. We're both like, what is, to, is, is there, is there, is there one? Is there, and they're, and the one nudges the nurse, like they can't tell what it is yet. Oh, sorry. And they slide her over. Like, oh my God, it's a girl. And I'm just like, uh, are you sure it's not tucked under? Instant, it's not tucked under. Are you sure? <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Emotions yeah. all coming over <laughs> Tony's, me. Tony's. And, and they're like, do you have a name picked out? And I, I had blank. And I'm like, she's got to take over for me and i'm like oh my god it's actually a girl so now i'm just even a bigger softy than i was with the three boys so yeah that's that's my situation good times nice nice yeah we, we so our our last one was a girl our third uh and i was in denial uh because i was there <laughs> so i was in the ultrasound room watching it and i'm like no no i swear i saw a pecker in there like she, right she was like she's like no it's a girl and i'm like i don't no, I'm pretty sure that's a pecker right there. And she kept, right. so my daughter kept putting her hands in her, you know, that region. So, like, as soon as, like, we almost <laughs> got a glimpse. So it, she said, I'm pretty sure it's a girl, but she can't. It was inconclusive, really. I was like, but I don't know. I was like, I, you know, I've seen two ultrasounds before. So I'm pretty sure, like, I'm qualified to give yeah. analysis. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you get paid to do this. Yeah, but yeah. Like you do it I, every I feel day. Like I have one. I know what I'm looking for. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so, it was so funny. I was just like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a boy. So we went on for nine months. Think, I'm thinking it's a boy, and and uh, yeah, it was a girl. Yeah. Which again, I, like I don't care. You know, help. It help hits different happy. though, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, you know, it, it's a little different, but I don't know. Like I feel. Uh, I feel uh, like I need to be gentler with her physically. Exactly. I, yes. But I would think that's oh. like for me, like that's the only difference. Like uh, my boys and I wrestle a lot. She she exactly. seems like yeah. she's a little bit more on the quick to say, "Ow," you know. Like whereas my <laughs> boys are like, you know, pile drive me, and you know I can body yeah. slam them, and they're good, you know. So. Well, I mean, um, I'm I'm a wrestling podcast host, so basically my kids all know the finishing moves from every wrestling. <laughs> yeah, well, last of course. Years. But yeah, I feel like I've got to be a lot more gentler with her, and I I almost feel like she doesn't want that because she loves it when she gets flipped upside down. And I can see all three of the boys in her. She's just like this perfect blend of all three. It's yeah. so weird. And, <laughs> and every time you have another one, you're like, oh my god, I can see the other one, but I can also see me and I can see her. And yeah. Like, what? Oh wait a minute, how does this? Work? It's so weird, man. And it just blows your mind looking at them and seeing them develop and like noticing little different things or if their hair changes and a six-year-old he's just gotten his first loose tooth so he's stoked about that that's awesome it's yep. just it, it's so weird just every little new step yeah don't don't do what we did 
<laughs> What's that? Forgot to get the tooth. <laughs> Not once. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple oh. times. How do you remedy that? Okay, so w- the, f- the first time we did it, right, I wrote, uh, I'll have to share the, the note on, uh, on our website under show notes for this episode. Uh, I wrote a note. F- it was from the Tooth Fairy's new helper, Aloysius. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So, Aloysius. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, uh, so I did for that one. We did it, um, and then I don't remember what we did the second time. I think maybe I don't know. He didn't see like he's like, oh, she didn't leave any money, but the tooth's not there. Well, the tooth had fallen under the bed, so I just threw oh. some money. He's like, oh, I don't think you. S- you didn't look under the pillow well enough. So I went over there and like pulled the coin out. <laughs> like, like, like sleight of hand. I'm like, oh, it was right here. I'm like, I can't believe you didn't see it. Like, you know, like. Idiot, yeah. what's wrong with yeah. you? Push Come him, on, it's right there. Push him down. Well, I'm going to take the coin now, you know. No, uh, so, <laughs> no, so it, it, yeah, so, but yeah, just don't do what we did. I felt awful. No, yeah. that's what that's what I'm afraid of. It's gonna fall out at school, and he's gonna like lose it. And yeah, we have to come up with some like elaborate scheme. Yeah. Or, no, no, uh, she just she knows where to go. She went to the school and found it with a tooth magnet. Yeah, here's my best advice. Kids, it's kid, fine. kids that age are are super simple, man. They're they're like when it comes to that stuff, not yeah. not everything, but like like the tooth. Like people are like giving them five bucks or ten bucks or twenty dollars, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I like I guess I that could be like one question that we dive into right now but but like i tell people i'm like you're crazy you can give these kids like like 30 pennies and they're gonna think they're freaking rich right yeah instead you're giving them a hundred dollars for their first tooth like they they don't know what a hundred dollars is they don't care like you yeah shower them with nickels and pennies they're gonna be like oh my god oh my god i'm rich you know they don't they yeah. don't care like the, the i they, they don't oh, have they don't standards that a, that a high-class stripper has of like yes throw 20 dollar bills at me all day no they're gonna be happy with the coins yes on the other hand strippers will not happy with you if you throw quarters at them exactly they you prefer know? it raining not hailing <laughs> oh my god and uh, <laughs> uh not that i would know from experience or anything no so. not at all not at yeah, all no. neither me no all right, so let's go into the dad questions. <laughs> it's like fifteen minutes, and we pay, we have yeah, to go yeah. to the dad question. <laughs> we'll just we'll do the super quick. What's been your proudest dad moment so far? God, it's so hard to narrow that down, but I, I think it was probably early on. God, the, the most recent one I could think of was like when my my oldest went to preschool, and he's been doing that for what like a year now. He's in kindergarten now, but they do like little surveys and what do you want to be when you grow up? And his answer was like, Oh, I want to be a dad. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, yes. oh God. I'm, I must be doing, I must be doing okay. Yeah. I'm doing okay. <laughs> that, that really felt good. And then just every time you bring another kid home, you're afraid that the, the, the first one's going to be mad or the, okay, now all three boys are gonna be jealous of the girl. Right. And it's, it's never been that way. It's just, Oh, that's so good. We must be, doing something right enough to the point where they are obsessed with their sister. All three of them love her to death. Will not leave her alone, picking her up, moving her around, like yeah. taking her toys, bringing her blankets, 
Oh, do, oh, she needs milk. Oh, she needs. And they're just so happy. You to need help to let her do it. stuff. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, okay, it's too, you're you're frustrating her at this point. Yeah. And it's just it's the way that they develop, and that's that's what I mean. Like with my oldest, he was so smart, like right out of the gate. It was so easy to forget that he was only as old as he was. Like at at eight, nine, ten months, I think he was climbing the stairs up and down by himself. Like, holy shit! What this kid's this kid's breaking records. It's just like like I said before, every little stage, and you see them and they excel at it. You're just so proud, and especially like now that he's he was going to kindergarten now, and he's going to preschool before, and you see the grades, and they're like, oh, he's just the sweetest, and he he excels in every area. You're like, that's my boy. And the ones that are still there from when like I was in grade school are like, he's nothing like you. I'm like, okay, good, okay. good. That's that's yeah. probably good Acceptable. news. I'm a little Acceptable. hurt, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll get over it. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. My son, my oldest, is like reads books. Like, uh, uh, like he goes to the library. He he'll pick out like six books. He'll read like That's four awesome. of them on one day. Like, not me. That's no, awesome. No, 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 not me. Yeah, I uh, read a lot when I was. I I spent a ton of time at the library, and he's yeah. just kind of now figuring that out. Now yeah. he's going to kindergarten. They've got the one in the school and. He's always so excited, and now they're doing the book at club. He's like, "Oh, I gotta, oh, I gotta nice. read them all so I can get this like six thousand dollars scholarship." I'm like, "That's great. <laughs> Just maybe don't expect to be the grand." Yeah, 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 yeah. Temper those expectations yeah, a little bit. But reading's on. great. <laughs> all right, what is the uh, what? What's a? This is a Jim's question. What's a high level job you think you can lie yourself into? Oh. Probably either directing or starring in pornography, obviously. Um, I said high level. Oh, high level. You're right. I'm not a... Uh, yeah, okay. That's, <laughs> that, that's totally fair. Just a, <laughs> I'll just be a grip. Uh, it had to have to be some form of entertainment or public speaking or something. Because I, I don't know how or why everybody in my family... Like, when we have to do some stupid, like, large extended family gathering, I'm always the go-to. Hey, you got to, like say something and speech get everybody yeah, yeah say a speech oh because i had this prepared at the family reunion over the summer uh it, it was a bunch of extended family you never see and the coordinator my, one of my aunts she's like here and she hands me this blow up microphone it obviously doesn't work it's inflatable she's like you gotta go around and interview everybody i'm like what okay fine whatever so i stand up hey all you freeloaders come on listen up i'm gonna go around the room you're going to talk. You're going to tell me who you are, why you're here, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and we go around. And you got to sell it, right? It, it comes back to the pro wrestling. You got to sell it. You got to you got to make them think that you believe. And I, I talk into the mic and I, I hand it to them. And every one of them, without even thinking, takes it and starts talking to <laughs> like the last guy. And he's like, why are we pretending that this is real? And it was like, oh, and it was just like that dumbstruck moment. Where we all did that, didn't we? Hey, but yeah, asshole! I, I, you're ruining it. <laughs> like, I, you're ruining the magic. You're, you're not going to pull it. back the curtain, yeah. man. Uh, and I've done, uh, I've done two wedding ceremonies now. I didn't think that'd be something I'd, I'd do, but I, I got ordained in the Church of Dudaism, nice. Dudaism, however that's pronounced, to do my uh, brother's wedding in Texas here a couple years it sounded ago. Sounded good, Dudaism. Dudaism. Yeah, it's, well, it's the Church of the Latter Day Dude, you know, from the Big Lebowski. That's I awesome. felt like that was one I'd really resonate. Is that with. legit? That is, yeah, hundred percent. Get the heck out of here. Oh, yeah, no. I, yeah, it took me like two minutes to get ordained. But I mean, yeah, it's the legit. dude it's abides. Did you have to say that yeah. like at the end? The dude abides. Well, I tried to I tried to keep it as straight and narrow as I could. <laughs> and I didn't throw in a bunch of weird movie references. Hey, man, there's I a drink probably... here. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the movie by heart. I've yeah. seen it a million times. <laughs> Love it. It was my first one. I kept it pretty straight laced. Plus, it was in Texas, and I'm like, it's a bunch of weird Texans. Yeah. So I don't want to be a dick. But no, I did that. And then here a couple months ago, I did my uh, my wife's oldest brother. He and his fiance finally got married, and I did theirs. And yeah, I never thought I'd be doing weddings. So yeah, I'd probably go with like public speaking on something I actually know what I'm talking about. So I don't have to pull nice. it out of my ass like I usually do. <laughs> Well, I mean, either it sounds like you're pretty good at that too. So there you go. Uh, all right. The mood hits. Yeah. So <laughs> what? I'm. I think we do just a couple more questions to get into the grip here. Uh, what is one thing you hope your children learn from you? I'd like to tell you patience from me, but that's totally not it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I want them to understand that like everything you do has a consequence and not a bad consequence every every action has a reaction and by that i mean like don't just go through life like hurting feelings because it's funny it, be mindful of others be mindful of your situation mm-hmm. understand that everything you do can be big it can be small but just be mindful that everything you do has a cause and effect and i just because I, I do that in my everyday today and that's how i've always been I, I try to think about everything i do before i do it and i probably overthink it way more than i should but just be mindful of your situation and understand that actions have consequences and try to make the best action possible that you can in every situation perfect all right uh second to last question is a hot dog a sandwich Uh, this is one i've racked around my head a little bit and i finally i came to the conclusion that i think it is kind of a sandwich because if you look at it from just a bun perspective it's got the same bun as like a Philly cheesesteak. And nobody questions that as a sandwich. So it, I think it kind of is a sandwich. It's like the almond milk of sandwiches, really. Oh, God. If we're going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's just as good as a sandwich, if not better in some scenarios. So on the, I, should, I guess I should explain that. On Big Bucket <laughs> Empire, we have a thing going now because Phil despises anyone calling almond milk milk. Yeah. Uh so Very we passionate. we all have been rubbing his nose in it as much as possible. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, chance yes. And my very last question, Tony G. Why sex robots? Everything devolves into the sex robot talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I I honestly couldn't tell you where this came from. It's <laughs> ever I, since I I've been watching because... you guys. Ever since I've been on the show. It seems like at least <laughs> that was, was your earliest memory, and that and you stuck around. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I I don't know where honestly where it came from. It's just been one of those things that I've always been fascinated by. Like it, it's kind of a epicenter of the advancement of technology, if you think about it, because everything is centered around sex and reproduction. So you know, if we're advancing in the sex robot world, <laughs> technology is about to take a giant leap forward. Like, I remember watching, like, uh, the Heavy Metal sequel back in the day and thinking, like, they have, like, sex robots on there. And you're like, oh, just imagine when that actually happens. Like, I, I cannot, I, I can't imagine, like, there's, that money couldn't be put towards better use, like, for something. something oh, 100%. Right? Like, but, you know. It blows my I, I mind. Like to, I like to think that if we're stressed out, we're not going to be able to put 100% effort into technology. So if we're less stressed and everything's cool and calm down, you get that release, 
technology is going to take an even bigger leap forward. Well, you know, there's a bunch of nerd scientists who are going to get those things. (laughs) Well, well, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. The focus of it's probably not exactly wholesome, but, you know, who am I to judge? (laughs) All right. Let's technology. Yeah. All right. So, um, ghost hunting so this is uh, i guess the theme for you know halloween and uh uh i i don't know how i i I can never remember that you do like and then all of a sudden i'll see you go on a ghost hunt i'm like what the hell is tony doing oh yeah Uh, so (laughs) yeah how did this start uh and have you always been fascinated with ghost hunting so or ghost i should say well, yeah, it's it's kind of, yeah, it is kind of a two part question. Like ghosts and ghost hunting are two vastly different things. Yeah, I've I was like skittish. Like my kids, my especially my twins, are obsessed with like creepy pasta videos on YouTube. <laughs> like they should not be watching this shit. Like I'm a terrible father. Right? <laughs> I was not as ballsy as these kids. Like I was timid. I was scared of everything. Like I was scared of Chucky. That thing gave me nightmares. They're watching creepy stuff on YouTube, so they're nothing like me, which is great. But as I got older to, like, my preteen years, teenage years, I started reading, like, urban legends and old old ones. I thought that was really fascinating because they were really well written and it was all the classics, right? And I just kind of gradually grew from there and now, like, creepypasta, little short stories written by random people you can find on the internet. I love that stuff now. When I was uh, living in Lincoln, Nebraska for about three years, I found the show ghost hunters and this is like when it first came out this is this is old school sci-fi channel and just the whole concept of ghost hunting i didn't really understand it but i started watching this show and i just kind of fell in love with the whole concept of it not just because i wanted to go see a bunch of ghosts but like the the technology into it the the theory the theorisms that go into it i'm like i mean what if that is real and that was kind of the question they were asking like we don't know if it is or not. We've had some experiences. We want the answer. We're going to go out and try to find the answer, but we're going to do it logically. And that really spoke to me because a lot of people just go out willy-nilly and just, we're going to go into the, into the haunted cemetery with our flashlights and spook each other. Like, I don't want to do that. So I watched that show, got really inspired for a lot of years. And then I moved back home and I'm talking to, ch- it's going to be a chicken thing again yeah <laughs> where we're watching ghost hunters together and he's like man i want to do this someday yeah yeah great a few years go by and he just randomly text messages me one day he's like man i'm still really disappointed we've never gone ghost hunting I'm like yeah i know we we really should do that now that we're older and it's so much less cool if we do this but yeah we should totally do it <laughs> and literally like a half an hour later he messages me back and says okay got a got us a place uh how's this date work for you I'm like what what are you talking about what (laughs) (laughs) no he he was so dead set on this and like he said on his other uh podcast he he dives head first or feet first into the deep end with everything he does and that this was no exception he talked to the curator of the museum where he was living at the time and she lived in this old plantation style home that she lived in as a young girl moved out of state came back as an older lady and lives there now she's like i may have some experiences when i was a kid i don't know maybe it was just an imaginary friend simple thing so we go out there we meet with her gorgeous old plantation style home this thing survived the dust bowl awesome place most of it's been kept pretty close to how it was then with a minor upgrade on the side yeah really cool house and we meet with her and we finally go out and we do this 
we just got so lucky the first time we tried this because if, if we went out and it was stupid and we found nothing, we probably never would have done it again. <laughs> but we go there and it's middle of the night, right? It's pitch black, of course, because you know, stereotypes. We've I've got bare bones equipment at the time. I've got a cassette audio recorder with a plug-in microphone, right? And I've got this thing sitting in the center of this room. And I've taken the microphone and I've looped it up around a ceiling fan. And we leave it in there and there we had and I had a video camera pointed at it just for safe measure in case something happened, right? Yeah. Well, we got totally lucky on this case because we go over the footage, and this is painstaking because you do it all in real time. If you take a 12-hour video, you're watching 12 hours of video. Yeah. And this microphone that's just kind of suspended in the air, you watch it slowly start lowering. And then all of a sudden you see the cord off to the side, and the cord starts like somebody's grabbing it, like from a lower angle, like a kid, which yeah. is, it was called Susie's room. That was her imaginary friend, Susie. You're like, surely that and it happened like two or three times like that's that's the most incredible thing i've ever seen so we went back another time and we could not recreate it because if you have something happen you go back you try to debunk it that's how it works yeah otherwise you're not if you just go in somewhere and you try to say oh the dust ball floating through the air that was obviously a ghost you're not doing anything right and (laughs) i'm anybody who's amateur ghost hunter professional ghost hunter and you try to present anybody with evidence of orb activity i'm sorry it's dust or it's a bug and you probably just should just stop um i'm not, <laughs> i'm mostly serious kind of joking yeah uh, but that, that's the big go-to for a lot of people is dust and orbs if you take a picture or you take a video with flash moisture dust in the air you get that little camera effect where there's a little speck and you can see it floating around it's usually dust i've been lucky enough to actually see an orb in real life and it's nothing like that yeah. Uh, but yeah, we started doing this 10 years ago in 2011. And we've gone on upwards of like, we got to be close to about 50 cases at this point. And we've done probably half of those have been private residences, people with questions. Like we were kind of freaked out. We want to know what's going on in our place. Maybe we have something. Maybe we don't. Just just tell us what's going on. Sometimes you can offer them logical explanations. They feel 100% better. They don't want you to find anything. Yeah. The other places we've gone, uh, we've gone to a lot of famous places and usually got to pay for that. You don't get lucky and have a TV show and get it for free. We've gone to Velisca Axe Murder House uh, three times now and a couple of manors in Iowa a couple times each, a squirrel cage jail a couple of times, schoolhouse a couple of times. And we actually went to the Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Kentucky in 2015, I think. And that place is insane. That's where I actually got to see an orb. So I, I've seen about every kind of place that you can imagine. I haven't definitively, like, and I know that it, it's got to be one of your questions is what's the scariest thing you've seen? Yeah. Because that's what everybody asks. Yeah. I, I, and I've never known how to answer that. Because... Well, I wasn't really going to say what was the scariest thing. I would say what, what was the most impressive thing that you've seen that kind of like, all right, you know, like this is, this is crazy. Like this is, I mean, just the first thing that you said is that's inexplicable, right? Like the way that's moving, the way that you right. know, that would be, that would kind of freak me out. I don't know if I'd go back after that. It's, well, that's the thing. Like, cause like I said, we, we find this on the film. The first time we go out, this crazy microphone moving around. The next time we went, we had a cabinet door open on its own. Like, how are we getting so lucky at this place? Yeah. 
we've and we've gone to other places and it's usually a total bust but we've gotten really lucky there uh, the Velisca axe murder house we've gone there three times and the best time was the last time we went and we have a k2 meter and essentially what that does is it gauges the fluctuations in the electromagnetic field supposedly theoretically that's how a spirit can communicate with you without actually touching you or talking to you yeah the it pulls from the magnetism whatever it's all in theory anyway but it's got a yellow red green light on it and if it can use that to interact with you to answer questions you're getting actual interaction it's not just at random that's what i like i don't like to present anybody with just random chance stuff and say i don't know but it's obviously a ghost if i can say i interacted with this thing and could not find a logical explanation now i feel comfortable saying this is something i can't explain we actually had one of our investigators sitting in the basement asking questions getting minor little blips going to maybe yellow and then she asked the question is it scary in the house and i've never in my life seen this thing do what it did it spikes to red and not just spikes to red pulsates this thing doesn't do that like usually it just goes up to red goes back Back down down. it's gonna move if it goes to red at all this thing went to red so hard that it was pulsating i I was just flabbergasted and you you continue to ask questions and it just kept going down and go back up holy do you want us to leave and then it just completely went to silent and then it went right back to red i think at that rate i'd be like all right guys pack it up we're out no in the moment you think you like that in the moment you're just like when am i going to get another chance at this so you're just stoked to see it happen in the moment so yeah that that was one of the coolest things i've seen i saw the orb and i I still to this day can't explain it and for those who don't know what an orb is it's a ball of light that's it's its own light source that's why i say like dust is reflective bugs are reflective if it's giving off its own light source and it's not the size of a speck of dirt then maybe you've got an orb. I couldn't explain this. We were at Waverly Hill Sanatorium, and we were looking down a hallway, and these this building is massive, long, dark hallways, pitch black. And there's a, it, it looked like a flashlight. One of our guys coming back from setting something up. We thought it was just one of the guys with a flashlight coming back. So we didn't even think about it. We're not videotaping it because we thought it was just one of our people. And then nobody comes out of the darkness. And then all of a sudden, he comes down the stairwell right in front of where this thing disappears, what the f- you just down the hall no i just came from the top floor we're like no that? way so we're running down the hallway trying to find this thing could never find it like walk down there with your flashlight show us what you- looked nothing like it yeah could not recreate it could not figure it out coolest thing that i've seen probably with my eyes we've had people on that night see uh, the legendary shadow people which is harder to determine because you know shadows are shadows but I've, I've seen, I've felt, I've heard things, disembodied voices, little taps on the shoulder, uh, grazings of the leg. It's just the power of suggestion is so, so powerful, especially in that atmosphere that you can't let your senses fail you. And I think a lot of people that are so excited about the paranormal probably just succumb to that. And if you're going to do this or you get a chance to do this, you know, keep your wits about you. Be smart, but you really, really have to not let your fascination with it overtake the logistics of how the mind should work in a normal situation because that's it's tough. so easy to get lost. Oh, in that's it. tough because like you guys are doing an overnight, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah, usually you know, four to twelve hours, depending on. Yeah. The so you're sitting there at you know three a.m., four a.m. Mm-hmm. You're if you're tired, your mind's playing. Yeah. Tri- your mind's playing tricks on you. You are you know you're trying to stay awake. You know so you know your mind it, your mind is a exactly. powerful thing and yeah it's gonna. It's gonna. Uh, speaking of orbs, though, uh, Ronnie Blank, friend of the show, there, uh, the mm-hmm. Bigfoot hunter, he talks about them quite a bit in both his books, and and he's his kids have seen them. He's seen them uh, with it, like with his bare eyes, not with like a camera. Yeah, like with his eyes, okay. like he'll flat out tell yeah, you. Yeah, that's like, how you're typically you're gonna like, see him. Yeah, he's like if uh, you find him on a video or a, a still picture, is even worse because yeah. You can't tell what was happening with a still picture. Yeah, he's a, so he's yeah he's flat out like he's like they're orbs and they're there. So um, yeah, he's uh, he's all about the orbs. But uh, I think his first book he talks about them quite a bit. So yeah, it, 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 it is a natural phenomenon. Like whether or not it's connected to spirits of the dead or the other side, whatever it it is a it is a real phenomenon. Like you can actually chart this. It's a ball of energy, regardless of what it is, what connection it has to life itself. That I don't know, but orbs are a ball of energy, and where they originate from, that we don't know. But if you're lucky enough to see one with your eyes, which is where you will see them, it's a it's a pretty spectacular sight. And when I saw it, I didn't know that's what I was seeing because I thought it was something else. Yeah, so like like oh no, no, I wish I could have taken my one it in. chance to see yeah. this, and I I flubbed it because I didn't even think straight. Uh, just it's so just you after the fact. Do you believe ghosts are real? I believe. It's a hard question, but I believe in the chance that it's real. My view on the paranormal is probably not standard with what a lot of people consider. Like most people just say ghosts. Personally, I think it's more likely that the paranormal spirits and ghosts are a bigger part of another dimension. And we're just getting glimpses of that. Like the term deja vu really kind of coincides with uh, a residual haunting. And what that is, is like, it's not an interactive ghost. It's something that just kind of plays over and over like a, like a, like a VCR for all you old people listening, or like a TikTok for you young kids. It's something that plays on a loop, right? It has no memory. It has no energy. It's just, it is energy and it just kind of replays. That's a residual. And I think that's probably the closest we can see to actually having proof of another dimension that we can visibly see with our eyes. Obviously you can't chart it, but I think that has a lot to do with it because the natural elements in the earth really like limestone's a big thing. If an old house is built on a limestone foundation, residual hauntings are very likely uh, water sources, very, very big conductor of residual activity. So I think it goes past the religious aspect. Like that's always kind of been the stigma with ghosts is it's connected to the afterlife. It's connected to the people who have died. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I, I think it's probably just a bigger part of something that we can't comprehend. And well, I usually, well, I mean, I even if there that. is an afterlife, why does it have to be religious? Okay, so exactly, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I mean that that doesn't. I, I understand what you're saying because you know the mm-hmm. different religions talk about you know different uh, afterlives and, and whatnot. They all but, point the same direction, but they all yeah. you know it's all kind of the same thing. Like you know we all go somewhere, mm-hmm. but uh, okay. So if you don't necessarily I wouldn't say that you don't believe in ghosts, but you're you you want to be more fact based than 
yes. believing base, I, right? I've so, become way more skeptic ever since I started doing this. And over the last 10 years, I've become 100% more skeptic. Okay, so then why keep doing it? Because if I quit and I just gave up the chance to actually find out the answer, I'd probably never forgive myself. Like if I had the opportunity to go somewhere amazing and I had that experience that changed my perception and gave me that 100%, yes, I think ghosts are real now. Man, what a wasted opportunity that would be. Yeah. And it's when I go somewhere and I, I see something that's unexplainable or feel something unexplainable. I'm like, okay, now that always reminds me, it gets you jazzed up. Now that's why I did this. And especially like with the, the private investigations, the home investigation, when somebody's freaked out and you can offer them a couple answers and say, hey, your electrician did a bad job wiring your fuse box. That's why you had the feeling of dread. And that that's no joke. 100%. We've had that at least three times. What? Poor grounding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a, a case, a local case. Like, you go in this, uh, one of the, the kids' room. He has nightmares or he feels like he's being watched. Directly under that was the uh, utility room. Really bad grounding. We took that K2 meter in, immediately found it. This thing spiked. We could find the line. They need to come back. They need to reground this. And as soon as that goes away, I guarantee he's going to sleep in his room because he won't feel like he's being watched. Uh, there's something called reverberation. Uh, industrial AC units give off a reverberation yeah, on a specific yeah. decibel. Yeah. If it's powerful enough, you can hallucinate. Yeah. So there, there's Out always an explanation for something. And if I can find it, it's like a puzzle putting a puzzle together you should Big be a home off. inspector too jesus you know there is there was a show that <laughs> they take a they take a psychic they take a ghost hunter and they take an inspector yeah and they'd send all three through and they'd all three come back with like vastly different findings yeah. the psychic's like yes this is where they died oh my goodness and then the home inspector comes through like yeah no it's a leaky faucet and there's mold so yeah they're probably sick i don't yeah. know what she's yeah. talking about <laughs> you're gonna die you should move out mm-hmm. yeah yeah 100 <laughs> come on uh, uh, i i just the, the power of suggestion is a big thing and people people fall victim to that in the field and like a lot of these shows that have come since ghost hunters like people have watched them and they see something in their house that they can't explain and they're ready to say it's a ghost yeah and the stigma of ghosts going back to you know the early days, if you will. It's it's so easy to jump to that conclusion because the mind is afraid of what it doesn't understand. So if I can piece some things together, find out some mysteries of the universe, or just offer somebody some comfort, yeah, definitely worth it. And I might get to see a couple cool things along the way. There you go. All right, well, uh, what is the next uh, plan for Grip? Are you guys doing anything recent uh, soon, I should say? We've got, uh, we've got a couple somewhat local ones private residences we're gonna check into once i get done with my busy season at work and then there's a couple places i think next year we're gonna try to look into i think one in missouri maybe one in minnesota but nothing scheduled just a couple of tentative ideas but we've kind of exhausted the places that we've been to we've been back a couple of times at each one so looking for something new looking for something different and hopefully we'll be able to find it and get out there next year and always always up for a new challenge Excellent. Well, I've never been much of a ghost person, but uh, I'm kind of like the fact I like it's like one of those things. Like when I had Ron, when we had Ronnie on, I would just like was like, I don't know, maybe they exist. I don't know, you know, the Bigfoots. I don't know, you know. It's the same thing for with me for ghosts. 
And I was big in Bigfoot when I was a kid, too. Yeah. Bigfoot, Aliens, Loch Ness Monster was a personal favorite. I loved that a stuff. I feel like Aliens is more proof now than ever. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? At like, this point, you'd have to come be like, on. You'd have to be like crazy not to believe it, right? I mean, like, with, all just, this, with all the videos that came out just in the last year, like if you're not Yeah, the declassified stuff? Oh, yeah, holy it's crazy. Shit. Just don't use the wrong <laughs> pronouns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but then you know but then like for, for like Bigfoot and ghosts for me like again I need to see it I need to like I need to mm -hmm. like I need to physically see it for me so but uh, uh, this has been a lot of fun uh, I where can people find you and Grip uh, they can find me at Tony the Rod 2.0 on TikTok if it's still up I should probably check yeah. uh, grip they can find us at ghostlyrip.org and that will actually take us uh, take you directly to our Facebook page uh, and you can see a lot of the content from our previous investigations pictures videos and the like it'll show you where our YouTube links and a lot of the stuff that we've captured that I talked about we've got videos of that up on YouTube I'll I can send you a couple links if you want to add that to the description absolutely get a better idea what i'm talking about yep um yep on youtube and facebook for grip at ghostlyrip.org and of course yes uh big bucking empire on facebook you can find the wrestling podcast there you can find the dog and chicken show there you can base any other offshoot idea that we come up with that we can decide <laughs> to record for the yep. hell of it on big bucking empire every thirsty on thursday facebook. we have a dog and chicken show and uh how often is the wrestling uh, usually once a month. We've actually got one this week. Uh, WWE's Ooh. going over to Saudi Arabia because that has to be a thing. And it's at noon on Thursday. <laughs> Interesting. It's not. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm not even, I'm, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. I mean, it's in the middle of the day and all the matches are really going to be bad. They just collected massive paycheck. Oh, they don't care. Nice. Nice. Well, they, yeah, they none need, of the people they, in the audience give a apparently, shit. Apparently they need that paycheck. So. Oh god, yeah, that's good money too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh you yep. know how to go to hold of me, Brendan at dadsww.com. And you know what? Forget Jim this episode. I want you to <laughs> I want you people to find Jason for me. Jason at dadsww.com. He has just been like flying under the radar, that guy. So send him some hate mail, send him some love. I don't care, but just tell him to come back Ooh. on. Uh, and of course, you, yes. know, you can't stand us. Hate mail. You believe in ghosts wholeheartedly, and you want to tell me off? Hate mail at dadsww.com. Thank you for listening. Hit us up on Make Instagram. Dad's WW Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Include pictures and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Hit us up on Instagram uh, at Dad's WW Podcast. Don't forget to put the podcast in. Otherwise, you get two gay guys with some kids although they are super nice Ooh. i friended them as well uh you should follow them and uh follow us as well um and uh, until next week people don't forget to like subscribe share and review thanks for listening later dads worldwide loyal listeners possibly you